You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi there. You're joining me for episode 154 of the Blended Family Podcast. Sean and I just got back from a long weekend in New York, my hometown. We actually went up for a surprise birthday party for a friend, but while I was there, I was able to see my family, and that is always a great recharge for me, and there's nothing like New York City at Christmas time. Although I did have a really hard time with the cold, I'm not used to those temperatures. Florida has been so warm, and I'm usually cold anyway if it goes below 70 degrees. I know, it's pretty pathetic. Anyway, we had a very fun weekend, and it really got me in the holiday spirit. Speaking of, Christmas is in only two weeks. If you're looking for a unique gift for your loved one, whomever that might be, you should consider Song Finch. I've spoken of them before, and I highly recommend them. The song you hear playing in the background is a song they made for me, for my bonus kids, and they exceeded my expectations in so many ways. Song Finch is a personalized gifting company That brings your feelings, memories, and stories to life through a -a one-of-a-kind song, which is delivered within seven days. The process is simple and fun. You first choose your recipient, the occasion, and the desired reaction. Then you tell them your stories, memories, feelings, or anything else that you want included in the song. You then can choose whether you want a male or female vocalist, or you can choose to be surprised. You choose your genre and the mood you'd like the song to be in. And then within the seven day period, they write you your very own song from scratch. Once you receive it, you then have the option to download and share, read the lyrics and learn about your songwriter. Listen to this clip from my song. A good heart that makes you cheer He loves music, he loves football Pick a concert, he'll appear And he looks just like his dad Makes you smile from ear to ear Your stepmom's your biggest fan Just in case that wasn't clear Madison, she's super driven Super strong in it to win it A competitive cheerleader No one's better when she goes for something Both got hearts to go And their talent's all their own Your stepmom loves how you've grown And turned the house into to a home Here's her way to say she's proud of you She thinks that you're the bomb, bomb, bomb Glad to be your second mom, mom, mom Honestly, she just gets glad again Heart so full of love She has somebody write some raps That said it's shiny and when you came in my life, That's when it changed for me and I'm telling you If you want that one-of-a-kind gift You've gotta try Song Finch And that is www.songfinch.com S-O-N-G-F-I-N-C-H 
Here's the best part though. If you use my promo code, blended family, and that is in all caps, you will get a $20 discount. If you order it now, you still have time to have it done by Christmas. But keep in mind that no matter what time of year it is, Songfinch can deliver for any occasion, birthdays, anniversaries, graduations, really anything you can think of. So once again, songfinch.com, and don't forget the promo code, blended family, and I will of course add that in the show notes for you to make it nice and easy. And if you're looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the special stepmom in your life, why not get her the Mindful Stepmom CD? These are guided meditations for peace and flow in your blended family. We all know the holiday season can bring lots of stress, especially for those of us in blended families. Meditations are a great way to help us calm down and get into the right mindset. So maybe you want to give this as a gift to that special person, or perhaps you are a stepmom and want to gift it to yourself. Go to blendedfamilypodcast.com slash album to order today, and you can find that link in the show notes as well. All right, so no more announcements today because I want to get right into this topic, and there is so much to say about it. The struggles of being a step-parent. I don't know one step-parent who would say that it is an easy job, myself included. Some people who don't know might say that step-parenting should be easier than parenting a bio child, and I can see how one might think that without having experienced it. People might think, well, it's easy. You get to love that child and be their friend, but you don't have to do the hard stuff. And sure, that sounds nice and easy, but those of us who are in the trenches know that that isn't true at all. Maybe in the beginning stages of a relationship before living together, things can feel so blissful. The child is excited about this new person, especially if the child's young, and things seem like they'll always be perfect until reality sets in, maybe you move in together, or as time goes on, the step-parent takes on a more active role, and then the pushback happens. And gosh, there are all kinds of ways that things play out, and everyone has an entirely different family dynamic, but I'm here today to say that there are ugly parts of being a step-parent. There are beautiful parts too. In fact, I've done a show about that, which was called The Positive Sides to Being a Step-Parent, and that was episode 134, if you wanna go back and take a listen. But today we're gonna focus on the hard parts. If you are a step-parent listening, I'm sure you will resonate with what I talk about today. But if you are not a step-parent, please still listen. Bio-parents need to hear today's show just as much, if not more, than the step-parents. Bio-parents need to know what their partner might be going through or feeling. Of course, some of you, like myself, are both bio and step-parent. Sean and I, for instance, well, we get to see things from one another's perspective because we live it, but even then, you still don't always know what the other person might be going through. In my case, we just recently got custody of Sean's kids as teenagers, and that looks very different from Sean's experience being a step-parent to young children which he had for the entire beginning of our relationship. So even though we both know what it's like to be a step-parent, we each have an entirely different experience and perspective. Now, I get lots of emails and questions about step-parenting, so I know that's one of your biggest struggles. And I'd like to read a post that came up in the Facebook group. By the way, our private Facebook group is amazing and very supportive. So if you're not already there, please join us over at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. 
So this one post that I got, it says, I have a stepdaughter, no bio kids. How do you cope with being expected to do everything a bio parent would do except for establishing rules or having an opinion on what's appropriate or not? I'm struggling with this. I feel like I lose my home when she's around, like I'm just a guest in my own home. A guest who has to pick up a lot of slack but has to mind their manners and bite their tongue. I wouldn't allow that in my home, but it's not my home, so I'll look the other way mentality, except it is my home. Is this normal for step-parents to go through? Do you just accept it? I feel like I've ran the conversation of I need guidelines set and actually followed into the ground, so now I just resort to leaving the situation and going to bed early, staying out of the way like a guest. So that post is actually from someone who is what we would call a childless step-parent. I, I told you I hate that terminology, but that is what it's called, which is a step-parent that has no bio children of their own. And I also did a show on that as well, which was episode 129. But I want to point out that step-parents who are also bio-parents struggle as well. So here's another question that came into my email. It says, I am a bio mom of two and a stepmom of three kids. I'm struggling in my role as a step-parent. I find myself unable to discipline my stepkids because every time I try, they tell their mom and dad to make me look bad or they give me major attitude. Yet, I do discipline my bio kids. So now my own kids are noticing this and they are becoming resentful. I can't say I blame them, but I don't really have any control here. I've tried to explain to my kids that I'm not the parent really responsible for the others, but of course this doesn't seem fair to them. Lately, there is a lot of tension in my home, and I don't know what to do. So you see, those are just two examples of the difficulties a step-parent can face. And you see, it doesn't matter whether you have bio kids in the mix or just the step-kids. There are issues that come up no matter what, although it may look different from home to home. You know, the majority of letters and questions I get are from step-parents. It is a very challenging role. And I also think it is an underappreciated role. So I want to talk about the difficult parts here. If you are a step parent, you'll probably understand a lot of what I'm about to say, and you've likely experienced much of it. Or after you listen, you might realize things are better than you thought. Or you might find that you don't experience many of the challenges I'm going to list. Not every challenge I'm going to talk about has an easy solution, but I'm gonna to try to give you solutions with these where I can. So why is it so hard to be a step-parent and what are these challenges? Okay, first, as a step-parent, you are expected to love a child who isn't yours, which might be okay, except that this child you are expected to love often doesn't love you back. This child may even hate you or disrespect you but you as the adult are expected to love them back regardless of the way they treat you or feel about you. This is one of the biggest pains of step parenting. We come into a new relationship with an open mind, but we fail to realize that kids of divorce don't have that same open mind. They come in sometimes with anger, bitterness, rage, or any other negative emotions from their parents' divorce. Not always, but many children do. And it often stems from them not fully understanding the circumstances of the divorce. So then the easiest person for them to take it out on is a step-parent. There's really not a solution on this one. You don't have to love your stepchild, but you do have to try to develop some type of relationship with them, if not 
for anything else, you do it for your partner. It is their child, and they'll always be a parent to that child. And remember that we are the adults, and we need to be mature about this. There are children who just don't always understand the way things are. My suggestion is to pretend to love them regardless of how you feel. Try to love them through this. Your consistency and love may eventually soften them or prove to them that what they initially thought about you was wrong. And you might find in time that you can grow the relationship into love, but that requires you to be the bigger person and not give up on them. Next is blame. As a step-parent, you are blamed for everything, not just the parent's divorce, but often step-parents are blamed for anything and everything else. Not enough time with mom or dad, it's the step-parent's fault. Can't get what they want, step-parent's fault. Getting punished, it must be the step-parent's fault. It's easier for children to place blame on someone else rather than their own parents. Also, kids are quick to assume that any changes being made in the home must be because of the step-parent since previously things were the same. So if there are new rules around the home or new boundaries being set, a kid will just naturally assume it's because of the new person, even if it's the two parents deciding these things together. And the solution here has actually nothing to do with you as a step-parent because you won't be able to change their mind no matter what you do. So here's where the bio-parent comes in, who is responsible for working with the child to clear up any misunderstandings that they have. Okay, next, discipline. The step-parent isn't always able to discipline freely. As evidenced in the email I just read you, it's difficult to enforce structure and discipline to a stepchild. In almost all cases, that child is going to push back. With very young children, it's not as difficult because they're just more receptive to other adults, and it also depends on how long you've been in that child's life. But generally, it's tricky. The trickier part, though, is that the kids know this, and they use that for manipulative behavior. They might choose to act out during the times when they know they can get away with it, because they'll know there isn't much you can say or do. And when you do try to put your foot down, they'll likely cause a fight or tell their bio-parent how mean you were, and this does get more complicated when the step-parent has bio-children and has to treat them differently in the area of discipline. You can imagine how this causes so many issues. In fact, what this actually looks like in a blended family home is that it's going to appear as if the step-parent treats the stepchildren better than their own children. Okay, think about this for a moment. A step-parent who can only show love and understanding to the stepchild for fear of pushback appears to love that child more than the bio child that they also love but have to apply structure and discipline. It makes sense, right? Now, the fact is that they love their own children immensely, but what it appears like to the bio child is that mom or dad is treating the other kids better than them, and they will think, why am I getting punished for the same offense that they got away with. This isn't fair, and it's going to cause lots of resentment. And the solution for this one is less clear, I'm afraid to say. It really depends on how well you communicate with your partner and how willing they are to be on the same page with you in parenting styles. The ideal solution is for you both to come up with a set of rules, structure, discipline for the house with a list of consequences that would be enforced when any of those rules are broken. 
and those should be pretty fair and equal across the board. Now, kids of different ages will have different consequences, which is okay, and that will be accepted by the kids. Where there's trouble is when there are kids close in age, so those rules are going to need to be as equal as much as possible, even if the kids don't all live with you. As far as discipline, decide together who's in charge of enforcing it and when, and try to stick to it. Now, my personal opinion on this is that the bio parent should always enforce the main discipline to avoid pushback, but there also needs to be an unspoken rule that if the bio parent is not present, then the step parent must be able to handle the situation as they see fit. And this can be very complex, and it's something that you and your partner need to work out together alone and then with the kids so that everyone's on the same page and they all know what to expect. All right, another challenge. A step-parent may feel like an outsider at times, feeling like they don't fit in with the rest of the family. There's a history there that the step-parent wasn't a part of. Inside jokes, experiences, it's natural to feel like you just don't fit into that. But I have to say this is an insecurity that usually is just in your own mind. And that being said, sure, sometimes bio parent and child might want some alone time together periodically, and there's nothing wrong with that. And if that happens, don't take offense. Don't think that you're never included, and don't, don't purposely exclude yourself either. Solution, stay involved so that you create your own experiences together. It doesn't make a step-parent less important if they missed out on past experiences. As long as they make the best of the time they have now to create new memories and bonds. Next, step parents are not always supported by the bio parents. This could be the partner or the partner's ex or both. Again, a tough thing when a step parent is supposed to provide care and love, but then when they voice their opinion about something, it's ignored. Bio parents think they always know what's best for their child. And they usually do, but sometimes an outside person, like the step-parent, can see things through a different set of eyes, and it hurts to not have a say in matters, especially when you're expected to care for that child in so many other ways. And the solution here is to make sure that you voice your opinion to your partner and be sure to let them know that you feel undervalued and underappreciated, unheard. Will that work? It depends on who you're dealing with, really. I told you that not every issue has a great solution. Moving on, step-parents are not always accepted by the extended family. There was a marriage before and the extended family was used to that. They formed relationships together and perhaps now they aren't accepting of this new relationship for whatever reason. That is a hard position for a step-parent to be in. They already may feel insecure, and then they have to feel that they aren't welcome into this new family. Remember here that this likely has nothing to do with you, step-parent, but everything to do with them. Some people just don't like change. Others like to get involved with things that aren't their business. We can't make people like us. What's important here is that you be yourself, allow them time to come around. Your partner should definitely talk to their family, though, because... They need to learn how to treat you with respect, no matter what they're feeling like. And last, step-parents often feel that they have no privacy, alone time, or spontaneity with their partner. 
Now this one here mostly is for the childless step-parent. And I say that because a step-parent who has their own bio children is already used to having kids around so that it wouldn't be something unusual for them to deal with. But when you aren't used to that and suddenly here you are in a new relationship with kids, well, it's difficult. There are less date nights, less quiet nights at home, no spontaneous weekend getaways, no privacy. Everything has to be carefully planned, even your sex life. And this is probably one of the most frustrating parts of being a childless step-parent. The solution here, though, is easier than some of the others, I think. Even though things can't be spontaneous, you can still have a life. The bio-parent here has to be on board. That's the only thing. The bio-parent needs to recognize the importance of creating space outside of the kids to nurture the relationship. It's okay to do things as a family, but it's essential to continue to do things as a couple. Plan the date nights, plan lunch dates, get creative, sneak in alone time when you can. You might not be able to live the life of a young couple without children, but that doesn't mean that you have to live a life of boredom. You need a life outside of being just mom and dad. Go out to dinner, go out with friends, and when the kids are gone, take advantage of that time together and make it special. Now, I'm sure there are many more challenges that I haven't gone over, but those are the main ones that come to mind. I know that I gave you some solutions, but I also wanna give you some extra tips that might help you to cope with the difficulties you're facing. So I'll give you those and then I'm gonna have a little word with my bio parents. So if you are a step parent and you're experiencing some of what I mentioned, I have some ideas that might be helpful to you. Number one, communicate. You will never hear me stop talking about the importance of communication. If you're hurting, you have to speak up. I know that many of you do speak up and it falls on deaf ears, I know. We aren't dealing with easy issues, but if you don't tell people how you feel and what you need to feel better, then you aren't giving them an opportunity to help or make things right for you. So communicate your needs to your partner, but also communicate with your stepchildren. Talk to your stepchildren openly about your feelings. I know some kids will be more receptive to this than others, but don't be afraid to be a little bit vulnerable with them. You might see that once you open up to them, they might change too. Number two, monitor your reactions with your stepkids. Children watch and notice more than you know. If they're acting in a way that is frustrating you, don't blow up. You don't want them to know that they have that much power or control over you. Stay calm, act as if they don't bother you. Don't cry when they hurt you. Don't react in the way they want you to. See, the more they know they can get to you, the more they might try. By the way, I am not saying that every stepchild is out to get their stepparent, but you'll know if this applies to you, okay? Number three, don't try to be the replacement parent. That is a responsibility that you do not have to take on unless there is an absent parent. Know when something is just not your problem and then give yourself permission to back off and not allow it to bother you. I know as step-parents, we wanna jump in when we feel things aren't being handled the right way. And that's where we get ourselves into trouble, okay? So just learn how to back off. Number four, remain consistent and loving. 
Don't change who you are. I know that's tough when you have an angry stepchild blaming you for everything that's wrong in their life. But you have to remember that you're dealing with a child. Even a teenager is still a child. They cannot always help the way they behave. It's not always their fault. Some of these kids are being brainwashed by the other parent. So it's best to show them that no matter what anyone says or does, you will still be there for them. And when you can do this, you won't damage the possibility of things getting better once the child decides to come around. And number five, self-care. So important because that is one thing that you can control. You can't control the children and you can't control your partner or the other bio parent. The solutions that I've given you may work or maybe they won't. So you need to find ways to take care of yourself no matter what is going on around you. And that might look different for everyone. So you need to figure out what is going to recharge you. Maybe that means alone time to meditate or journal. Maybe you want to take up that yoga class or an exercise program. You might want to get together with friends or find a support group. Don't neglect your own needs because if you do, you'll feel depleted and you won't be able to cope with anything. That is probably the most important thing that I want you to remember today is to learn to value yourself and take care of yourself. All right, so now, and I know this is a longer show today, but I can't leave you without having a word with my bio parents. Okay, so if you are a bio parent, I want you to think of your partner, the step parent of your child or children. You've heard me talk today about some of the struggles that they might be facing. Did any of them sound like something your partner is dealing with? You know, maybe you've never even thought about it. Maybe you never even considered that they're having difficulties. Or maybe they've been trying to tell you, but you haven't really listened. You might also be a step-parent, but you don't share the same experience, so it never occurred to you. Or maybe you're only a bio-parent, and so you have no idea what it feels like to be a step-parent. If you truly want a partner who's happy and fulfilled, you need to honor them. Step-parents make a choice to love another child as their own. And it's a hard job and often a thankless job. So I ask you today, what can you do to honor your partner? How often do you thank them for the role that they're playing? How often do you back them up and support them? How often do you make time to spend alone? How often do you make them feel special? But most of all, most of all, when was the last time that you truly thanked them for what they do? If you've been not paying attention, well, now is the time to wake up. It takes a very special person to be a step parent. And if you could recognize that every now and then and make an effort to acknowledge them, well, I think then you might see some amazing growth in both your relationship and your blended family as a whole. So I know that was a lot today, but I also know how important this topic is to so many of you. So I hope that today's show was helpful for everyone listening. Feedback, as always, can be sent to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining me, and I'll be back next week with another show. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. 
Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.